0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay. It is September, which means listener request month is rolling on. So, this week's request comes from uh, a guy. You heard him on the show here a couple of times, a good friend of mine, Jason. Uh, Jason uh, over on his Instagram uh, at Family Heart Fun Food, Family Food Heart Healthy. One of those, I'll, I'll definitely post a link uh, on my Instagram he's also the creator of the YouTube channel, You and Stomach. Um, I don't want to say that he does like speed eating or food. It's definitely something you have to watch. If you like competitive eating or seeing people eat maybe unusual things, definitely check that out. So Jason, this one's for you. So Jason gave me a pretty good request. Um, This was a film that came out not too long ago. You know, I mean, in fact, it kind of came out this summer, you know, summer 2019, um, it was a film that, you know, when I saw the trailer, I thought it had, wow, I was like, this might have some potential to it, then it kind of just vanished and disappeared, and I happened to catch it, I almost want to say by dumb luck, um, I think, that, I think it was a time where I had a very rare day off from work, it happened to be a Tuesday, which, uh, if you go to AMC, especially if you have, um, you know, their, I forget what their premier membership or whatever it's called, the uh, you know, the AMC points card, uh, you know, it's like $5 movies on Tuesday, no matter the time of day, and I was like, oh, I got the day off, nobody's around, uh, let me kind of catch up on some summer movies, oh yeah, I haven't seen this one yet, so this was Bright Burn, Bright Burn, um, I mean, as soon as this trailer dropped, I was like, oh, okay, it's like an Us World Superman, you know, what would happen if Superman grew up, uh, and he wasn't a good guy, basically, um, and I think the premise really appealed to me, and it appealed to me for a couple of reasons, um, I think it's a pretty interesting take, and, you know, second of all, it's, it's, you know, and I've had this discussion with Diana, you know, Diana, my daughter, who's been on the show, and, uh, you know, if you listen, especially to her AP Comics, uh, section that she's done here in the past, Diana loves Superman, and we've had this discussion, where I said, you know, I think people kind of dismiss Superman as like well he's got every single power on the face of the earth like there's nothing compelling and interesting about him uh there's a lot that's very compelling and interesting about him uh the fact that yeah you know he's a strange alien visitor from another planet as like they used to say back in the 40s and 30s on the radial serials and whatever um you know it, it it's really it's the fact that yeah he's the most powerful being on the planet and yeah, like, he doesn't snap and just, like, yeah, I'm going to take over now, um, you know, and, and if you think about it, too, it's, you know, I, I, I guess the argument against that is, or, or you know, the reason why he becomes who he becomes is because of who finds him when he crash lands here, which is, you know, of course, the Kent family, um, and, you know, I think what's, I think what's, um, you know, I guess that's kind of, like, what's really compelling is, you know, Ma and Pa Kent, you know, really instill a lot of values in him. And, you know, sure, back in the 30s and 40s, when Superman got his start, you know, these were values that a lot of people held near and dear, you know, truth, justice, the American way, stand up for the little guy, you know, be a nice guy. Um, you know, and, and then maybe, you know, maybe in today's today's society, you know, those are, those are like things that are really kind of harder to live up to. Um, you know, I think what I always felt was interesting was like, you know, even even if he had a good set of parents, even if, you know, Clark had a great set of parents, you know, Ma, Ma and Pa Kent, you know, at some point, I mean, he's a teenager, you know, and teenagers are, you know, they are what they are, you know, they're impulsive, they, you know, they act before they think, and, you know, especially too, one of the things I always found interesting about Superman is... You know, we don't really see a whole lot of instances of him, like, as Superboy, as, like, as, as a, you know, as a teenager, you know, learning about his powers and really trying to develop them. Um, it just seemed like, you know, yeah, cool, I know how to use all my powers and abilities, and he just, like, never accidentally even hurt somebody along the way you would kind of sort of see that in Smallville, you know, as, you know, Tom Welling as Clark, you know, as he would like discover his powers and abilities, you know, as they would come out. I mean, I remember there was the famous episode where he started to to develop x-ray vision and, you know, it kind of sort of hits him his x-ray vision is kind of sort of develops you know in gym class and he gets like a sneak peek into the girl's locker room you know and of course it's like at first he's just like wait what the hell what, what's going on i'm seeing through walls and this and that there's like i have x-ray vision oh my god i'm looking into the girl's locker room you know and then later he's kind of like i oh, lana's in there you know maybe is it really a bad thing you know we 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 don't really see a whole lot of that so i thought well, this is maybe this is what Brightburn is is going to be like, you know, and and look, you know, Brightburn is it has nothing to do with DC at all, um, you know, so it's like an Elseworlds alternate kind of view of Superman, but it's not Superman. It's sort of like. <sighs> I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, look, it's not licensed by DC, so of course they can't use Mom, Pa, Kent, and Clark, and Superman, and Krypton, and this and that, you know, but they basically, it's it's basically, it's a, it's an World Superman story, Um, and just really quick, you know, it's a story about a ship crash landing in Brightburn, Kansas. I mean, yeah, I mean, they were really kind of going after the Superman thing, almost right down to the letter, you know, where Clark... Crashed in Smallville, Kansas. Uh, Brandon Breyer, who is who is our Clark Kent, uh, crash lands in um, Brightburn, Kansas. Uh, he's found by Tori and Kyle Breyer, played by Elizabeth Banks and David Denman. And you know, I thought watching this film, I thought like, okay, like what's going to happen? You know, what is it that is is going to like? like set this kid off, you know, especially as he's starting to discover his powers and, and whatnot, you know, what is it, you know, is he going to be bullied? Is he gonna, you know, is there going to be some kind of traumatic event? And, you know, or, or is it just like, and that's what I felt like where this film fell short, like, like there was really kind of no really good solid explanation. And I guess maybe now is a good time to kind of say spoilers if you haven't seen it. Cause like, I, you know what? it's funny. I tend to forget that this movie really only came out a few months ago. Like I said, it came out. I mean, I think the trailers for it made it look good. Like, Ooh, dark Superman. Um, but there just wasn't a lot of word of mouth about it. There wasn't, like I said, you know, I saw this film like by accident, like, Oh yeah, I wanted to see that. And it's still in the theaters. I guess I better watch it before it goes out. $5 Tuesdays, AMC. um, And look, I'm not saying this is a bad film. I'm not saying this is a horrible film. I think it has a great premise. But, like I said, it fails to deliver really, really in a lot of places. It basically, it kind of takes this alternate look at Superman. You know, what would happen if Superman was really wasn't such a great guy? And it kind of makes it a horror film. It almost makes it like a superhero horror film, like they were talking about doing with the new Mutants. Has anybody heard from them? Like, who knows? Side note. Um... Because once he kind of discovers his powers and abilities and the fact that he's an alien and, and the way we get that, and again, spoiler alert, the way we get that again is, you know, kind of like we saw in Smallville. When the ship that brought Clark to Earth um kind of activates and we got like Jor-El and, you know, this is who you are and, you know, he would kind of fight against it. No, I'm really a good guy. I was raised here. You know, that's that's the thing in the Superman mythos is... I think early on Mom and Pa Kent sat him down and we're like look you're not from here you know we don't know where you're from you're from somewhere else you fell from the stars but you're our son and we love you the fact that you came from another planet galaxy dimension whatever we don't care we love you we we, 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 we it's not like it's not even like we love you like a son we love you because you are our son we don't really get that in this film, which I guess in a way I was kind of like, okay, you know, he's not going to have that kind of connection to the human race sort of a thing. You know, he's, he's going to kind of disassociate with it. It's sort of like, I mean, not for nothing, you know, and I I guess, you know, kind of going in knowing that, you know, okay, this kid's Superman. Um, I mean, he's creepy. He's kind of a creepy kid. And then once his ship activates and starts, like, reaching out to him and contacting him and, and giving him strange messages, and he's repeating the strange messages, and, you know, his parents are trying to stop him, and they are finally like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're an alien sort of a thing. It's like, this is where it just suddenly becomes, like, a superhero horror film, where he's sort of like, he kind of discovers that the message, um, the message that he's hearing is basically, it's sort of like, not, not like not like, kill them all, it's like, take the world, you know, it's almost sort of like, you know, we sent you here to be a conqueror, or something like that, you know, um, I mean, and that's the thing, it's sort of like, okay, he discovers he's an alien, he discovers he has these powers, um, you know, and we don't get, you know, we get him kind of experimenting with it, his powers, and kind of like, you know, I could do some crazy stuff. I could do whatever I want. Nobody can stop me, which in a way I can kind of see, you know, if a kid suddenly started to develop the powers of Superman, you know, he might try to do that, especially if, you know, maybe he's being picked on at school or something. Um, So like I said, we don't really see a catalyst as to like why he starts kind of messing around like this. And at the same time, as the ship is contacting him, and he's starting to learn that he's an alien, and weird stuff is starting to happen, we're, we're, we're getting, you know, we're not getting that Ma and Pa Kent kind of like, you know, let's try to impart our wisdom on him, or our humanity on him, or, or anything like that. Like I said, it comes, it, it starts off with the idea of, you know, we're going to be an alternate Superman story. This is going to be a dark Superman story to, it's a superhero horror film, you know, cause he just kind of suddenly is like, yeah, I'm a psycho killer now with superpowers. Um, you know, Brandon or Brightburn or, you know, dark Superman, whatever you want to call him. Um, Don's like a really creepy mask, which kind of looks like the Scarecrow's mask from Batman. Um, and he starts like, he's stalking people. He's stalking the girl that he likes. He's, you know, kind of following people around. Um, and that's the thing is, is, like, uh, there's a girl in his class that he likes, and he kind of stalks her, and she catches him, and she's like, you're a total creep. Um, You know, we get a scene where they're at school, and they're doing trust falls, you know, remember those, and she doesn't catch him, because she's just like, you're a creep. And, you know, he basically, like, crushes her hand, uh, you know, and it's you know, then he, he kind of like, he doesn't feel any remorse. It's like, he's like, he's like a serial killer. He's like a psycho killer. Like, that's the thing is, is like, this guy shows no emotion. Now is this part of his alien makeup, you know, sort of like nature versus nurture sort of a thing that no matter what his parents teach in him, he's got this imprinted on him, like his, 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 his race, you know, his alien species. Um, they don't have compassion and emotions and things like that. Like, I don't know. You don't really get any of that. And like I said, I think this film starts off with a really good premise and then just kind of becomes like a creepy, crazy horror film that's ultra violent. And it's not bad like that, but it's like, don't, don't start it off as like, ooh, we're going to do this alternate look at like a Superman or Superman and then kind of make a horror film, you know, make it a horror film or make it, uh, you know, what would happen if Clark Kent didn't really kind of believe the values that mom and pa can't try to teach him. Or, you know, he was believing them until, you know, these crazy events in school happened and he kind of snapped and was like, you know, why am I putting up with bullies? And why am I, you know, putting up with this or that? And, you know, I got every power known to man, you know, I'm going to do this or that. Um, we don't get that. We just really, you know, get, you know, what if, what if Superman, was a psychopath, I mean, that's really what this film becomes, is, you know, what if Superman was a psychopath, um, it's just, like, people are starting to discover who he is, and his mom, again, played by Elizabeth Banks, is, like, in total denial the entire time, until really the bitter end, when, um, Brightburn, Brandon, kills his father, and, uh, you know, Elizabeth Banks is kind of like, yeah, I think this kid's really no good. And she calls her husband and Brightburn answers. And he's like, yep, killed him. And she's just like, oh no, oh my God, I got to do something about this. And the thing is, it only seems like the only thing that could hurt Brightburn is uh, a fragment you know, the metal from his ship, because we, there's a scene earlier where he's trying to communicate with the ship and he slips and falls or, or, or he gets shoved and he bumps into the ship and it was the one and only time that he's ever been injured. So of course she runs out there as he's attacking the farm, uh, you know, and gets like a metal shard and is sort of like, you know, tries to, you know, Oh, I know you're doing these crazy things, but you're my son and I love you. Ha I'm going to stab you. No, he saw it coming, uh, kills her, then drops a, a jet liner on the farm to make it look like horrific, horrific accident, took out, you know, everybody on the farm, and and he was the only survivor, and it's sort of like, okay, you know, what did I kind of just watch here? Again, you know, I think if this was sort of like, more of like a superhero horror kind of a film, I would have appreciated it better, Um, because then it's sort of like, you know, at the end, you know, we get this sort of like during the credits or like a mid-credits thing, we kind of get and it's Michael Rooker, uh, you know, Michael Rooker, great, great actor, um, you know, played Yondu, Guardians of the Galaxy, Uh, James Gunn is tied to this film, so it's not a surprise to see Michael Rooker there. He's kind of like this uh, YouTuber, conspiracy theorist, talks about Brightburn, and he's like, you know, and we got this half-man, half-fish guy, and they kind of show like a murky picture of, of, of like, of, of like a, uh, Jason Momoa Aquaman. I mean, he's got long, dark hair. You can kind of see the, it's like, it's like an out of focus Jason Momoa picture almost, you know, we got this half man, half fish guy flipping boats over and this and that. And we got this strange witch woman, uh, kind of looks like Gal Gadot. No, I mean, they don't say that, but I mean, basically they're saying, you know, we, we have Brightburn and we have, you know, crazy Aquaman and crazy Wonder Woman out there. And they throw up a picture of, if you ever saw the film Super, uh, starring Rain Wilson, of course who played Dwight Schrute, uh, James Gunn did this film called Super, where he he played a character who was essentially became a bat, uh, who essentially kind of became a vigilante like a Batman, uh, and he called himself, I believe he called himself the Crimson Bolt, um, and he was sort of like take on Batman, they throw his picture up there, they don't say anything about him, but I was sort of like, is this the Dark Justice League, you know, psychotic Superman, uh, crazy Aquaman, um, really creepy looking Wonder Woman, and Dwight, you know, essentially, (laughs) this is, this, this is your, and, and it's like, it's like, okay, you started to, you started to kind of go in a good place there with that, and then you put up Dwight Schrute, and now it's like, uh, okay, is this a comedy now, like, what, what are we doing here, and I think, And I think the reason why I didn't appreciate this film as much as as I would have liked to is for some of the reasons I mentioned. But also around this time, you started seeing trailers for uh, Amazon Prime's The Boys. And to me, that really tackles, in the character of Homelander, that really tackles of, you know, what would happen if Superman did not really have morals and everything because spoiler alert if you haven't seen the boys, uh, you know, if you haven't seen the boys and you don't want to kind of have the character of, of Homelander spoiled for you, I'll give you a moment here to pause, but, um, we discover, you know, in the series that Homelander was essentially raised in a lab, so he really doesn't give a crap about humanity, but the reason why I like Homelander better than, than Brightburn, uh, and I'm just going to call him Brightburn, um, You know, the reason I like him better is to me, Brightburn is just like, it's like he's a psychopath. It's Michael Myers if he had Superman's powers. Where Homelander is Superman doesn't really give a crap about humanity because if you watch the boys and this is why Diana loves Homelander this is why Homelander is her favorite character because the guy and I'm I'm telling you this is one of his superpowers he has super charm because when he wants to he can turn on the charm you know and you know, there's all the scenes where he stops a crime and then turns to the cops or the army whoever's there and he goes you you guys are the real heroes right there, and he applause, and everybody's like, oh, oh Amanda, you're great. and then he turns around and, like, rolls his eyes like effing humans, you know, it's, it is great, and that's why I think I also really didn't appreciate Brightburn that much as it, it really could have, it came out pretty much around the same time as The Boys, which, to me, The Boys is a much better look at, you know, what would happen if superheroes were really a-holes, and, you get that a lot better in the boys than you do in Brightburn. Brightburn. It's a horror film. you know it's not a superhero film. It is a horror film. It is you know it is Michael Myers, but he's uber powerful. you know <laughs> Michael Myers with heat Vision, basically. um but you know what? it's really, really not that bad, it's, it's not a bad watch, you know, it's like, if it's on TV, if you could pick it up, uh, rent it and watch it, it's not bad, you know, especially if you like horror, if you like horror, I think you will definitely appreciate this film, like I said, I'm glad Jason, uh, you know, recommended it to me, um, like, you know, I, I just think it, it suffered from the fact that there wasn't a lot of hype and hoopla and fanfare about it. Uh, the fact, too, that this summer, this summer movie season was incredibly weak. It was like, yeah, Endgame, Hobbs and Shaw, and other films. I mean, there was really nothing going on this summer, and it was really easy to forget about this film just because there was no push, there was no word of mouth, there was really nothing about it, and not for nothing, once I started seeing uh, trailers for The Boys, that's where my attention was, you know, it wasn't really on, ooh, Dark Superman, Brightburn, it was, wow, superheroes as a-holes, The Boys, I want to watch that, oh, and Carl Urban's in it too, who's pretty awesome, so I'm definitely checking that out guys thanks for listening like i said uh this recommendation uh this week came in from my good friend jason uh who's appeared on the show a couple of times uh we talked about sabrina we've done some versus episodes uh when his schedule and my schedule will align like the planets uh he will come on back and we will uh we will do some more versus episodes and probably talk about some other stuff like i said you could check out his youtube channel Ewan St- ewan's stomach e-w-e-n-s stomach uh Interesting and unique food challenges there. It's something you definitely need to check out. Listener Request Month will roll on. Uh, I got a lot more great requests coming up, a lot more fun stuff to talk about. Uh some video game stuff, and uh that was not recommended, just picking up some video games. I'm gonna talk about them soon. And you know, hey, whatever. Whatever else, right, guys? Thanks for listening. Check out the Instagram page, stuff you don't need to know podcast. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.